0: It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later. And you're stupid to win. Might be coming obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it, iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Ophix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand get to buyin and then the selling and flipping over to movin and I'm Scrooge welcome in fellow
1: uplanders to another exciting episode of the epics podcast I am your host too stupid to win and usually at this point in time I say and as always I'm joined by thank me later but unfortunately due to the circumstances of the weather events hitting the west coast and uh well he's not on the west coast but uh down south uh, he's unable to join us tonight so filling in for him is your favorite favorite new york minute host t davis how are we doing today t
0: hey too stupid thanks man um i'm warm i'm fed i'm not thirsty and i'm thankful for all of that because there are quite a few texans out there right now who aren't and uh yeah we had a rough few days here they were not prepared for this snowstorm man
1: Yeah, it's been a a crazy snowstorm going on down there uh, in Texas and then out west, you know. That started the difficulties this week. Uh, B-Dag was unable to get on. He lost power with the storms going on out there. So we were unable to bring you the episode earlier in the week. And then uh, T-Davis and Chica86 were going to put on a show for us. And then they had issues with the storm they were down in Texas.
0: Right. And then, yep, that brings us till today. And uh, yeah, we're still feeling the effects, man. Um, Which, by the way, this gives me an opportunity just to plug again the uh, GoFundMe that Upland had promoted on their Discord and in app. Uh, If you're able to donate, please do so.
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, If you haven't seen, they've raised the uh, Texas flag over the city hall in San Francisco. Uh, They found a charity that's uh, doing good work down there to help people in this time of crisis. Um, It's uh, very, very interesting what's going on down there, and they usually don't see this kind of weather for this long. They might get a day or two, but nothing you know, like this like
0: almost unprecedented man i I think I've told the audience before that I'm from the East Coast New Jersey and so I'm you know this is really nothing in comparison but just with the total lack of infrastructure here in Austin that this just crippled the entire city
1: yeah and even when I was uh stationed in the Navy down south of Mississippi uh, we had uh one day there was ice on the road and I called the called the ship i'm like i'm not coming in and they're like what are you talking about you don't this is not like school you just can't call off in the navy i'm like um we're in mississippi they don't have salt trucks people can't drive on this stuff i said i'll be in when the roads thaw i'm like you can write me up you can you can (laughs) discipline me but uh i'm not putting my life in danger for people that that don't do that and people up north do laugh um but what we what we do understand is it's just not a cost-effective decision for these communities to be prepared to handle something like this that happens this rare. So right. I, I know we just knocked it out of the park for uh, uh, Sturz, Marlin, Sturz Merlin's uh, cause. They uh, give connect, yeah. Yes, so uh, let, let's show some love to uh, the people that are being impacted by this in climate weather. We do have nice. a great show for everyone tonight. Uh, this is being recorded on Thursday, February eighteenth, twenty twenty one, and I didn't look at the episode numbers beforehand. I believe this is episode forty two or forty three. Don't remember. Kind of, kind of slacking. Um, but yeah, uh, one of this. We're going to go through the numbers as always. We'll hit you with San Francisco and New York numbers tonight. And then uh, we're going to jump into collections. There's been a lot of talk in Discord about collections, and there's been a lot of purchases of collections, and we'll give you our thoughts and opinions. And it seems like uh, T and myself might uh, have some differing views on it, but so it will be a good discussion that I look forward to talking to. And uh, you want to tell them about the about the giveaway you got going on, yeah, T.
0: man. So um, many of you out there may know and be familiar with Brett Hard uh, G Gerber. <laughs> it was uh, his 49th birthday last week. And as his gift to the Upland community, specifically the newer players, he has gifted to the UPX podcast 49 Fresno properties to be given away. And here's how you will be able to lay claim to one of these properties. So during this episode today, we are going to mention four random Brett Gerber facts. And after the show, we're going to go create a uh, questionnaire, just Google Google form with uh, the questions and and a blank answer field to fill in the answer. And then the first 49 correct submissions will receive a free fresno property what do you think of that too stupid
1: that is awesome 49 fresno properties and they're all up i mean that's awesome for brett G gerber and <laughs> happy birthday my friend uh 49 you're almost there at the half century mark and that's uh awesome contribution and, and that's what you got to love about the upland community you know is everybody comes up with their own contest and everybody's very generous well i can't say the most people are very generous there you go. yeah most people are very <laughs> generous and most people are very uh, giving in this community so i think this is going to be a great time um so i mean nobody's listening now since we're recording live you know we do have our uh, people in in the Zoom meeting for the live recording. But uh, after that, you know, it's first come, first serve. So hopefully uh, when this episode hits your box, you saying that there's a new Upex podcast, you listen right away so you can be one of those first, uh, first 49 people in to get the Fresno properties.
0: Right. I'm going to kick it off with just the first fact right now. So uh, Brett's favorite food, some of you might know this from the emoji, but Brett's favorite food is tacos. So that's going to be your first answer. Tacos.
1: Tacos. Tacos. Depending on the tacos, those are pretty good. <laughs> or pretty bad. Um there we go. Um all right, let's uh let's jump right into uh the numbers. We got a lot of exciting numbers going on this week. Um First off, we'll start with the Dap Rider, as always, we're on uh, DapRadar.com, underneath the gaming, under games, and we won't spend too much time here discussing those, it's just always nice to see where we stand overall with uh, top blockchain games, um, so right now, 24 hour, we have 9.36k Users interacting with their wallet on the blockchain in the last twenty four hours that puts us number one um that's even and alien worlds is still creeping up you know alien worlds yeah, I mean. is doing their thing
0: yeah, that's pretty impressive. I've noticed personally just a a pretty significant increase in uh Activity in the in the Discord alone, and obviously just looking at the numbers week over to week and running them, I can see a pretty consistent upward trend in pretty much everything.
1: And now here's the impressive part: is uh, our seven day our seven day user volume is over twenty two thousand users, almost twenty three thousand users in a seven day. I mean, we were used to not even seeing that for thirty days, and we're doing that in a week right now. And then uh, for the 30, um, we're at 27.83. Galaxy Blocks is still doing their thing as number one uh, over the last 30 days. So, But still, uh, we're going to crack that 30,000 uh, 30 30-day user activity, I believe, by March. So, I mean, a lot, of, a lot of things going on in Upland, a lot of expansion going on. Uh, there was the Clovis release this week, and that was a fun time.
0: And, uh, yeah, and the Phantom Properties in San Francisco and uh, a new New York collection to talk about, I think, also.
1: Absolutely. Oh, thank you. I didn't even put that on the list, a new New York collection. It's been speculated for a while, um, but, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. That didn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Did it surprise I you? Think. Nah. Disappoint you?
0: I wouldn't say that because it, the fact that it was a limited was – not expected by most. I would say I feel like every conversation that I had heard at Harlem in collection being mentioned in, it was always in the context of a standard or blue collection. And the fact that it was a limited 1.57 X as opposed to, you know, a 1.3 or 1.25. I feel like that was somewhat of a surprise. I, I certainly didn't expect that.
1: Yeah, that, that surprised me also. Um I, I figured we were gonna look at a nice nice blue collection for that. But uh that Which was means
0: it's still probably coming. We we're still probably going yeah. to get one other than New Yorker.
1: Yes. And uh and then our net worth. Nothing's really changed in the top ten. Um, we have Three new executives this week. Ram Man uh, came in at $15 up Upex. We have Boot Jess coming in at $11 million Upex. That was a gain of uh, $3.6 Upex for the week. And Green Turtle. Look at nice. that.
0: Yeah, he just pulled that out. Big shout out to Green Turtle. We know he's a loyal Upex podcast listener. And a uh, huge congratulations to him for hitting that that treasure chest that he hit he hit some ridiculous treasure chest i don't know if you saw that too stupid it was something like 250k or yeah in that ballpark and uh yeah man cracked executive from i believe was a five dollar initial fit in
1: yes he uh he worked through the pandemic worked on the treasure hunts worked on some flipping some properties and just continued to grind it out and made deals and deals and he grew from uh five bucks to uh, and, and he won some player-sponsored events too yeah he did
0: so these two other yeah guys, boot Jess and, and rayman Sakita's, like and if i'm not mistaken they're, they're new to upland period um they yes. just popped up on on my radar not too long ago with some fresno purchases i didn't realize it had gotten this far where they cracked executive now but i don't think their account is more than a couple weeks old at most
1: our blockchain sluice can figure that one out for us there um we do have 26 new directors usually i'll let uh thank me later read read that list there Oop, hold on so it is kind of um um ram man did did double dip on the list since he's brand new to it i, I don't know why uh boot jess wasn't oh because they only went three million X, that's why
0: yeah february 2nd for, for boot jess is 16 days to executive that's pretty impressive
1: absolutely um so our new directors ram man buy card Buy Cardano. Is he like a used car oh, salesman?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another new one. Buying up all kinds of high value properties all over Upland. I'm so, assuming is a crypto crypto money player. It's based on the name.
1: Or not a used car salesman?
0: <laughs> Buy Cardano.
1: <laughs> so what's the next one for us?
0: uh where are we at let me see
1: tr- i always give tml the hard one so he can butcher the names and i always blame him so it's uh number three under the new directors
0: yeah i just i took my eyes off of it I'm, i apologize <laughs> uh
1: tropic ter da I, i'm not as good as yeah, mispronouncing as him yeah <laughs> Zero da. I don't know Okay <laughs> Kangshu 888 Coming in at 3.6 million Um Oh Tropic Thank you Tropic Unda Tropic Tunda that's Tropic Tunda There means, we go yeah. Thanks Dizzy Always good to have <laughs> Dizzy He's He's a nice yeah. little Sleuth for you Um JPVP uh, Archimedes. Jay Prophet, Johnny Cab, Brad Ost, Dust Junkie.
0: Yeah, Brad Ost is another new one who's come in and been pretty pretty fire in the in the Discord and just in general. Lots of energy behind him. Exciting new player.
1: Yeah. Poddox Gremlin Barbatinus, Irohawa. <laughs> hey,
0: go <good> to Lord. <laughs> Yeah, nice look at that. see it. Yeah, that's awesome, man.
1: Congratulations there. Good lord. Yeah, Euro, how First
0: Fresno train station, I believe. That wasn't that long ago.
1: Yeah, Mighty Lil. K-Big, Smoking Gunman. Dragonfire 01. Karamazov. Nick 8484.
0: That's the Karamazov,
1: too, man. Ooh, Lonsky. Ryan 600 buddy. Lonsky, correct cracked that 1 million mark. Uh Cody Pureland. Venus, Utah. Ooh, congratulations yeah. there, Venus. Yeah. Lama la, Lama Ka Lamaka. <laughs> Shamalama Laka.
0: Yeah, there's some funny names.
1: Tailson. Now, I I can't make too much fun of it because um As Upland, it's just not based here in the States. It is uh, worldwide, and we definitely see that in our listeners worldwide, and we have it uh, – all over the country i mean all over the world so some of these are pretty natural for other countries we are seeing a bigger influx of listeners from asian countries so definitely welcome thank you for check checking us out and we try to keep the american slang down so you can really understand what's going on here in the podcast and what's going on here in upland and we're very good at butchering names so it's (laughs) don't take offense to that oh man killing me got got all thrown off with tml not being here uh, i do need to do the disclaimer and the views information or opinions expressed presented and discussed here on the epics podcast are those solely of myself thank me later t davis b dag and any guests of the podcast and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of upland me inc and if we do offend or hurt any of your feelings that is not our intent we are pg-13 humor guys and i mean i I am a vomiting poo that is on fire and one of the most recognizable uh, block explorers on the Upland that makes people really question what the hell do they get into. Um, and we're kind of leaving the what is Upland alone. Uh, we were told our intro is getting pretty boring, stale, and repetitive. So moving forward. So overall properties, we had 21 new players hit 100 plus properties. This uh, Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. We did have new net worths people um we did discuss ram man already coming in at number 38 um and then Boot just moved up 25 positions yeah man bit of bit of new number 71 8.7 million upex
0: and there's by cardano again
1: yep Tropic Tunda coming in at number 93. And if you want to crack the top 100, you need 6.4 million UPEX to crack the top 100. Man, that's
0: just nuts, man. Yes. And it keeps moving and moving and moving. Yeah.
1: So over the overall properties, Loyal Doyle jumped up to number 26 with 650 properties. Um, I forgot to see what TM and... PM picked up about a hundred properties. Dizzy sold properties this week. Eric P. Martin sold properties this week. Uh, thank you later. Picked up a property. So, um, yeah. And then we have LQ seventy two five hundred and ninety new at number thirty two by Cardano. 516 properties coming into number 41.
0: Very nice, yeah.
1: Upex Host at 308 for position number 79. Archimist, 296 properties at 82. And Sodolf at 287 properties for number 88. And that's a lot of eyes in that name.
0: Yeah, it is. I spoke to this user, I believe, and I didn't ask how they would pronounce that. E V Artinez. that's what I'm going with.
1: There we go. Position 98 with 259 properties. Crack the top 100. You need 255 properties to be a top property owner in Upland.
0: 255.
1: And there's Dizzy again for us. He thinks the I's are pretending to be M's. So TM's still the top property holder in San Francisco. There were two new players with 100 plus properties in San Francisco this week. <clears throat> I'll leave Fresno and Clovis for the show this coming weekend. Up squares. Um, TM still killing it with up squares
0: yeah he just keeps buying and buying and buying
1: and thank lot me lot later
0: Transactions go by and man, it's his name eric p martin
1: yeah and thank me later still holding down san francisco now you do have where's landon Uh, New at number 11 with 141,574 up squares and Brady Central coming in. And number 13 with 128,439 up squares overall. And then uh, property sales data. So this week for our property sales, we had 144. For Fiat Property Sales, that's the lowest one we've had in three weeks. Uh, that comes in as the third highest um, in the last four weeks.
0: I wonder why the drop-off. That's odd, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're still in beta. You still have 100 people, and it really depends on if you're marketing. And, uh, you know, a lot of people that are already in Discord are already up Extend. So I don't know if it's hit or miss that, that, that's the hardest thing that I, I think we really need to solve in Upland is something in-game that links references to dailyuplander.com that provides all the all these stats here for the Upex podcast, upexworld.com even a link to the podcast itself because you still have a lot of in-game users that don't have these resources available to them. Um, they stop pushing Discord in in the game like they used to they used to always like throw a little push like hey join us on discord join us on discord i know the website says join us on discord but you know you got to express it that's where the community is really going on is here on discord yeah it is so player to player opex property sales data this is an interesting stat right here so last week we had 6,714 player-to-player property sales. You know, we, we've increased, you know, 4,800, 5,000, uh, 5,900, uh, 5, 6,700.
0: And then shot all the way up.
1: Yeah. 15,129. Uh, now, that's a lot to do with Clovis opening up and uh, the FSA buyers. Definitely. Making their profits. But yeah, 15,129 uh, property sales from player to player. Uh, that would be very interesting to see who the top seller was or the top three, four sellers of that. And then uh, minted properties for the week. Uh, you know, the week of January 21st, there was yeah. 35000 000- 393 minted properties and then we kind of fell off you know we had 19,000 properties 19,500 properties 20,000 properties so we're kind of steadily going up and then this week we had 34,549 and we can definitely tie that to clovis being open
0: yeah i'm i'm wondering what if what was going on in that week i'm trying to look back and, and see
1: nothing was going on in january Twenty first.
0: I can recall I'm looking at the titles of the podcast episodes that are dated and I don't we had business beta hype and the don't say Fresno, say Fres yes episodes, and I don't recall there being a whole lot going on in Upland as far as minting was concerned, so that's peculiar. Maybe it was just New York speculation.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for that, but it was something. A- and speaking of New York, it's been a minute since we had your wonderful theme music. I do have to get <laughs> yeah, that to you right. so you can uh, include that when you and B Dag do your podcast. Um, yeah, but yes, yeah, definitely live from Little Italy. It's T Davis with the New York Minute. What what do you have good news there for us from New York?
0: Well, I'm going to start off with the second uh, instead of a New York fun fact, I'm going to give you your second Brett Gerber fact. And the question will be, what side business does Brett have? And the answer is hot sauce. If you guys didn't know that, he has a he uh, bottles and distributes hot sauce in the area. That will be the answer to the next question that will be coming up shortly. But your second answer is hot sauce.
1: I gotta figure out how to get that hot sauce because I have uh, I have issues with hot things and it's pretty bad. Um, definitely, you know I've done the uh, Quaker steak and Lube's triple atomic, no problem at all. Buffalo Wild Wings, they're blazing, nothing at all. There was a local bar; it was a three million Scoville unit hot sauce, and I could do that pretty easily. That was always a fun one i felt bad for my wife uh we we were she was pregnant with our daughter our oldest and she didn't know it but we were watching the super bowl up there i got them and then she was just bagging everything up to take home i had some wings left over she licked her fingers and yeah i felt so bad (laughs) milk didn't help bread didn't help It, it was bad so and then they had one hot sauce that was even hotter um and that was just horrible that was the worst experience of my life um and the only reason I continued to eat those wings because my wife who was my girlfriend at the time was just calling me all kinds of names and berating me if I didn't eat them in 30 minutes so it, it was never enjoyed it and I didn't enjoy the after aftermath of it either but I am a hot sauce connoisseur so if you got some good hot sauce and you can get it up here Brett I would Definitely enjoy that. And I just sidetracked your whole New York minute yeah, about that's hot sauce.
0: Awesome, man. And uh, yeah, I'm going to reach out to, to Brett about this and see what kind of varieties and what kind of stuff he's got, man. it would be great. All right. So we discussed a bit earlier that uh, this week they released uh, a new collection for New York being Harlem, which was a limited collection 1.57 X boost requires three properties and uh, we weren't particularly shocked at it being at Harlem manifesting as a collection. Um, I didn't particularly do all that great in my Harlem acquisitions. I, I did have some at, at one point, but I was, uh, I was list. I was flipping them. I was buying them with my dividends and listing them for fiat out, and uh, just testing those waters to see how I could, uh, if I could, you know, just maximize my sales that way. And they were doing pretty good. And fortunately, I pulled everything from listing the day before they announced the collection, which I would just advise to everybody in any. NFT project, if they're going to make a major announcement and you have something listed for sale, you probably want to pull those back from sale until after the announcement because it can drastically change the market. And it in fact did in this case, Harlem shot up pretty significantly. Um, our top New York property holder, Dizzy Deesky, um, who has over 2,800 New York properties, I believe 1,700 or so. I think Dizzy's in the audience; he might be able to corroborate that. But I feel like it's something like 1,700 of them are in, in Harlem alone, and uh, his his value at least quadrupled on on that initial investment. I I remember correctly when he was minting them; they were in the 1,800 to 2,300 or or 2,100 to 3,000 upics range. And right now, I believe the floor on all secondary market Harlem's is like 14,000 upics. I'm hovered over actually, let me see. Okay, so you can get them for fiat out for a little bit. So USD, you can pay slightly less, but if you want a Harlem collection property, it's going to cost you at this point
1: yeah and that so from the original mint price i mean dizzy was getting them for pretty cheap um sub three i think there were some sub three properties out there that yeah, he was able to pick up right in here, harlem
0: Twenty three, twenty four hundred 2400 optics. that's insane
1: yeah so i mean there, there were even uh you had your FSA. I mean, you even had Harlem properties that weren't even FSA for uh, for under a 1,000 up X. One was even under 500 up X.
0: Yeah, that's wild, man.
1: I mean, yeah, it's a three-up-square property. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but still. I mean, there was... And now you're talking that you can't get in for... Um, Under 14k right now, which is insane. And if you go to upexworld.com, you can see that uh, the for sale prices. Yeah, um, I
0: believe that's where I might have looked at it
1: last. Cheapest one for sale, you got some for sale. You got two for sale at uh, 10,000 Upex, and it's 170% and 298%. Then you start getting up a little higher, and it just continues to go up and up and up. Once you hit, f- you know, there's 662%, 665%. What well, we'll talk about here. Uh, we'll talk about it here a little later, just about these markups. but
0: Right, yeah. So let me go ahead and just round out the rest of our top 10. So TM is still in second with 579 properties in New York. Doesn't look like he did too much buying. Um, picked up six properties. I do want to point out that, Uh, Dizzy also made another pretty significant purchase uh, in East Village, which is really easy to find on the map. You just have to find the East Village label, scroll in on it. And then there is an enormous property, uh, 144 Avenue A, which has a label of Tompkins Square Dog Run that indicates to me that this is likely some sort of park. My guess would be that Dizzy is doing everything that he can to pull that park collection out of Upland and force it. And I believe in it, Dizzy. Let's keep buying up these parks because I believe it's a collection. (laughs) All right. Moving still through. We have, uh, Ben 68 with 415 properties. EHO 405 has been on his Chinatown uh, hustle. He's a big believer in in Chinatown. He moved up two spots from six to four. Uh, MG moved down. Brett Gerber moved down. And then we round out with Oliver Hodler, Sunstar, and Atomic Pop. Um, which is the same top 10, just in different positions as the week before. Uh, we had 78 new unique property owners in New York over the last week. And our up squares ownership had not changed at all from the week before. Dizzy still dominates that with 116,000 Upsquares. Tolga, however, is uh, the number two on this list with 62,171 up squares, TM still holding third with 41,247. then uh, Atomic Pop MJC Landlord Wicked M EHO405, Prospect Gold, and Boot Jess knocked Brett Gerber out of the top ten which is pretty significant in up squares. That tells me that boot just likely bought a skyline collection or something pretty enormous.
1: Yeah. When, when you're making jumps like that, you, you bought something pretty enormous. Um, for our, the rest of
0: New York, man. I mean, I, I got to admit that this last week has been pretty much all about Clovis um brooklyn will get its time i believe and and likely soon we'll probably talk that about that some more on uh the second episode as that time nears um but yeah i don't i don't have a whole lot more for new york tonight so i think we could probably slide into saturday which was the um the fsa fest did you get a chance to participate in any of
1: that i was uh doing stuff with uh with the family are you hearing me all right i changed some stuff on the audio yeah 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 you're good loud and clear man okay all right i'm just not anyway um yeah i was out of town and, uh, spending time with, uh, extended family. So I didn't get to participate. I I went to log in and my Fresno property holdings are pretty low. So I, uh, decided that participating just wasn't in my best interest there. So sure. Yeah. So for the first one, I wasn't first round, I, I was around, uh, I was around a bunch of directors and executives, so me building anything wasn't going to help anybody. I was like, "Eh, crap.
0: Yeah, so they switched it up for this one, right? They had it, so there were three different uh, assisting structures that you could build. It wasn't just llamas this time. It was uh, robots and planets and something else I don't don't recall. And they had different varying uh, radiuses that, would help and I believe it was like 10 meters 30 meters and 60 or 15 30 and 60 something like that and uh, the funny thing was the first round I looked at the 15 and I said what is like how is this going to reach like I, I knew from the spud wars that it was center point to center point right and if you put its 10 meter radius in the center point on most parcels in fresno which are considerably larger than than san francisco it's not going it's not going to reach and it wasn't until i mentioned it that uh it occurred to me via what block and Unchained had said about positioning and it was the new positioning feature that they have yeah i was gonna say
1: yeah with the positioning feature you should have been able to move (laughs) it around just a little bit
0: you can slide it all the way up into the upper left corner and get all kinds of range that way. So um, that was the objective of the first round was to uh, the, it was Uplander status only players for, for both events. And the objective was for them to build and the pro plus players to help them by creating one of those three mentioned structures. And I feel like, everything was going well up until the last 30 minutes or so of the first round where uh stirs Merlin had pointed out that the scoreboard wasn't changing and that his allies that he was assisting weren't getting their, that the points weren't changing. They were still reflecting as if nothing like they didn't do any transactions in game. And uh, it was mentioned and, Uh, acknowledged and the most disappointing thing about all of it is nothing happened between the end of the first and the start of the second and the second round started just like the first did um, unbeknownst to all of the players in the game not realizing that the same strategy that would have worked in spud wars where i build on a property and then trade it to you for a blank parcel which is pretty much how the spud wars had been won up into that point that was the way to most effectively move points around was just to trade built properties for blank ones and the fact that these points weren't registering was like devastating to the outcome i mean the entire scoreboard is tainted at that point because you don't know who moved what where, and if you're only counting on the top ten for placement, well, you don't even know who the top ten is because in the first round, the third place shouldn't have been, should have had zero points. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm still waiting to hear the postmortem that they went over, and hopefully, we'll address to the community um, what went wrong and what they've done to resolve it.
1: Yeah, so hopefully, you know, it's they're they're probably looking at their data, analyzing all the the behind-the-scenes stuff that we can't see, and hopefully we get a statement from them here uh, shortly. Usually they're pretty good with uh, saying, hey, here was the issue that was brought up. Here is what we noticed. Here's where it went wrong, and here's what we're doing to correct it. So hopefully here in a day or two that uh, we do get an answer from... uh, what went wrong there on that situation? Yeah, but overall, the man that event was uh,
0: it was a lot of fun. Man, we had uh, I think parental controls won the first one, and the Grobler um, both fairly new. I think the Grobler was in his second day, and um, there were some of us helping him. And I don't mean to make light of uh, his not understanding the mechanics of the game, but he didn't even know how to offer on a property. And it's just kind of comical that we were able to push uh, that player to to first. I mean, he essentially did it on his own because, like we said, all the help we were trying to give him it wasn't counting anyways. But um, I feel like, you know, that's what makes Upland so great. It's that community, the community behind it that, you know, encourages the new players to just jump in there head first and, and go for it. So
1: is he the Michael D of Fresno?
0: Michael D. Oh, yeah. come on, man. I think the grobbler crossed over, and I
1: think uh, he is now um, pro, believe it or not. I think he yeah. fit in. Now, I was just saying that, you know, it was somebody that the community rallied behind to help him oh, improve go. the oh, gotcha. status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, uh, he didn't disappear, and you don't say, who is Michael <laughs> D.? <laughs> michael d never forgot
0: <laughs> nice so uh you know what else we missed this last weekend we missed uh well we missed valentine's day man how was how was your valentine's day
1: yeah it, it's
0: <laughs> next topic
1: <laughs> no i just tell my wife that hey you know what the i can buy you a dozen roses for 24 25 bucks during the off season and now I got to pay 50 bucks for it. All the food is jacked up at the restaurants and then it's all rushed out. So it's not as good as it usually tastes. So we went out to, uh, we were over where she grew up. So we went out for some, uh, cocktails and, uh, a nice little time there. So that was our Valentine's day. I just don't buy into, I do enough nice things for her and I don't need a day to celebrate that.
0: Amen, man. I respect that a lot. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Hallmark holidays myself.
1: Hey, I'm now you grew up in Jersey. So did you have sweetest day? I did not. I've never heard that before. What is it? It's called sweetest day. It's the third Saturday in October. And it's like a fall Valentine's day. It's a, it's a northern oh, awful. it's a northern hallmark holiday. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. I'm like, that's made up. I'm not done with that either. Uh,
0: so, all right. Well, you know what? I'm going to go plug our third Brett Gerber fact. And the question is going to be, what part of the world is Brett in? And that answer is Costa Rica. Have you ever been to Costa Rica? Too stupid.
1: No, but I want to get down there and everybody that retires from work. I'm like, bro, just go to Costa Rica. You can live for $2,000 a month. You can get a place that's like kind of up on the mountain. So it's like 70 degrees year round and you don't need air conditioning. You don't need heat. You do kind of live but you know, and then you're like 45 minutes to the beach. If you're on the West coast of Costa Rica, I've done my research on Costa Rica. So I got plans. If this whole place goes to crap, I'm taking the family to Costa Rica.
0: Yeah, man, I heard, I haven't been myself either, but I've heard lots of cool stuff happens in Costa Rica, surfing and, uh, hiking and all kinds of fun activities are some of the best places in the world. In the world to do them
1: yeah and just their their just their whole environment everything that goes on there great place to be all right all right let's uh you ready to move on into collections let's do it all right so I, i've been seeing a lot of talk on discord lately about collections and people buying collections and they're paying some ret- Ridiculous prices for collections. Now, the, the one stance is if you are just purchasing the property to have that collection coin, that's definitely waste waste of your money. Absolutely. Because you can definitely work out some deals to just property swap to complete the collection to get your coin to go in front of your block explorer. And what you really need to look at there is your multiplier, your boost, you know, because you can really um god the diamond district pisses me off but anyway uh, i just <laughs> i just pulled up the collections and since i'm in new york new york popped up and diamond district's just glaring in my face and uh um but yeah uh skyline manhattan that's a great collection at 2.64 and and that's what it really it is it, it's the size of your property The value of the property, the minting price of the property, with that boost, and what that does for you, you know, TML and myself, we've talked about it time and time again. You know, the biggest thing to boost your uh, upex income is these collections. You know, you want to maximize your upex per month. Stirs Merlin developed a great tool that optimizes your collections for you, especially if you got a bunch of bunch of properties. And he can find you a couple thousand UPEx per month, you know, which is awesome. Um, And and that's where you get it is from these collections with these higher bonuses. I mean, I was looking at people paying 50% on the Fulton Street collection that was just released in Fresno. You're not going to make your money back paying 50% for that property. You're not, you're you're doing yourself a disservice spending that much UPEx for that. That little return. Uh, you got to look at your return on investment, you know, and how it impacts you and how long it takes you to recover the prices that you pay for that property. What are your thoughts there? I agree with that logic. And
0: um, I believe that if you are buying a property in Upland to hold and to, implement in some sort of uh, strategic fashion, whether it be a business or uh, your primary residence, etc. cetera. I, I believe that that's that logic is sound and, and, and there's, you know, that that would be the smart thing to do because like you explained, the the dividends are based off of the mint price, not the for sale price. So if I paid more than the collection multiplier. So just for simplicity's sake, let's say if the collection multiplier is 2X and I pay more than two times the original mint price, then there's no value to be gained from that property being in that collection, if that makes sense, right? So first I would need all of the properties in the collection and I would need them to not collectively add up to more than the multiplier what that is right so if that's 2x i can't buy three properties that total more than 2x of the mint of all of those properties because it, at that point I'm, I'm taking a law i should have just minted new properties and got my 17 percent per year or whatever it is so I, I don't disagree with that math at all and, and it's logical But on the other side of the coin, I feel like there are a a lot of players coming into this game from different NFT venues and projects and just have a different outlook on what is is value and and maybe even have a different strategy as far as how they plan on, on creating value from what they purchase. And a really good example would be what we're seeing in, uh, in like Top Shot, for example, NBA Top Shot, right? Though the significant uptrend that you're seeing there, so let's forget about dividends completely. And let's just say we're looking at strictly the scarcity of the NFT. And you can apply this to, to lots of projects out there. the the scarcity is what is driving the value. So if I buy it today for $2 and believe I can sell it in a month for $5, it doesn't really matter what the original person, like if they only paid a nickel for it, like that's not really affecting my decision. What's affecting my decision is what I believe I can get for this in the future. And the reason why I'm even thinking of this is because um, I had a conversation with one of those new players that we just saw that were like skyrocketing, um, you know, like two weeks into the game, and they had purchased the Billionaire's Row, um, collection, right? And so that's an ultra rare, and the markup on it, I believe, was like something ridiculous, like five or six or seven x. And the comment oh, that, that was made was
1: that's a lot for billionaire row property. That is a lot of upex right there.
0: Yeah. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was a Fiat purchase also on top of it.
1: Yeah. It's a, well now because Fiat can, unless you do OTC, you can only get a thousand dollars out on a Fiat. So a billionaires right, row goes over that. This was that. A, pre, a pre,
0: uh, really it's, I could find the property okay.
1: but yeah it's a billionaires road 2.9x
0: right and they paid something like 5 or 6x for it i don't remember if it was Upix or 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 fiat i feel like it was fiat but because that's usually it takes you build.
1: 3 years to recover i mean it, it like let's take hey ashbury for for example now to get the collection which would be what is that three properties or four? Four properties, it, either way. Um, Height, I believe, is four. I believe. Uh, yeah, I hold on, know. it's right here. Yep, it's four. So it's four properties, and the four lowest properties that you have are seventy five thousand upx seven 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 seven. So you got two of them priced at that, and then you have an eighty seven thousand. So to get into High asbury I mean you're paying almost 320,000 OPEX to get in.
0: Yeah. Which you would obviously never earn back. Right. But yeah, because so this player who been a- the, the billionaires row his comment to me was I like my, I like my collections ultra rare and that that's his thing. And I believe that they've had success with that strategy and other, other projects and and to be quite honest i i I don't see it not working in upland also
1: um, billionaires road does have billionaires row New York City to it so that has that going for it now we're talking about properties here you know some some of these other collections like I hate Osbury is these properties are minting for three thousand twenty six hundred twenty five hundred twenty four hundred upex And they're posted for 90,000, 75,000. Now I'm not hating on the people that are posting it, you know, get what you can because I'm doing the same thing. Um, in, in other avenues, you know, I'm still holding in upland. I'm not, I, I got some of my lower properties on sale. Um, but I don't have much on sale and if I do it's just larger properties and they're posted at the max amount just to attract treasure hunters when they're when they're looking <laughs> for visit but I, I don't know why that's just I've never changed it it's just an old strategy because the 20 upex visitor fee eh, no real big deal but it's the things like these. So as a seller, I'm not hating on you at all, but you know, we are the up, we are the upland property experts podcast. So we got to give you the solid advice, which makes the most sense for you developing the highest return on investment. And we have gotten away from it in a lot of episodes, uh, but there's just been so much change and everything going on in upland. So it's cool to talk with T about this. Um, But, but it's things like this. You got to really, ask yourself what are you trying to do here because billionaires row new york city definitely you can pay above mint price get that high uh return on investment on interest there with the bonus multiplier but then you
0: not only that what about like just what about reselling it like buying it low now with the anticipation that in a month or two you'll be able to get another you know, 1000 or 2000 USD for it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I I mean, it's there, but for, I I mean, I guess my point more is to the new players that are thinking that they have to drive after collections and drive after collections because you're going to have, you're going to have more collections released with Brooklyn. You just haven't had all the New York city collections released yet. So there's still a lot of stuff going on there too, where you can get in. And if And they're just all over the place with the New York City collections. I I don't know where they're going next. I don't know. I mean, there's very few blue blue collections here for New York City, but yet you don't have properties that really fit that either. So just because of the price. But I could see some, I mean... I can see some that have uh, have lower property numbers in the neighborhood still be more rare collections. I could see some more rare collections come up in New York city along with more exclusive collections. I think the ultra rares are done personally.
0: In New York city. Yeah. You're saying no more ultra rares. Yeah yeah I, I think
1: we're going to see I mean, more limited see
0: at, and then i can also see it in exclusives yeah and i think we're going to get a rare neighborhood i think we all know which one we're hoping is the rare neighborhood and yeah i don't it's know like, if i mean i could honestly see another ultra rare another custom ultra rare collection
1: and it's parks <laughs> yeah but it, it, it's ultra rare there's there's just yeah, there right. shouldn't be yeah. that many ultra rare, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. I agree. You know, one thing that, I, so you mentioned with new players coming in and, um, not going after collections. And yes, I, I absolutely couldn't agree more that if you're, if your budget or your financial means do not accommodate you to risk for, to go for really high risk, opportunities then you should not be trying to get any collection in fresno other than possibly woodward park if you just started and you happen to stumble across an expired visa fsa property but aside from that and unless you're wanting the collection to say that you have it because that's your thing you're a collector and you have you're not going to be discouraged by paying 50,000 UPCs for a tower district collection, then I would say avoid it at, you know, at all costs. And and I would a hundred percent agree with two stupids, uh, logic with the collection, never paying for itself or giving you a return on your investment.
1: In uh, that I wish collections were just black and white, you know, yes and no that, Hey, but everything is just situational and you get, you have to figure out, what you're aiming for and the valuation and your speculation. And there's so much to go into collections, but some of the stuff going on that you just see, are just like, why, what, why are you paying that much? You got to look at where the hype is and and where the potential is. And I know we're all wishing that Washington Heights in New York is going to be the next uh, neighborhood collection because everybody's just buying stuff there.
0: Yeah. It could definitely be a standard. I think.
1: No, I'm messing with you. I'm just trying to keep you away from where I'm <laughs> buying stuff because <laughs> cause that's where I think it's going to go. Yeah. But it, um, I, let I, me ask you this.
0: What do you think? Uh, how Did you walk away with any Fulton Street properties this weekend? That was another thing that uh, happened with called this. They released Fulton
1: Street. Were
0: you able to get any?
1: No. And I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, it's... I collect a lot of OPEX a month. I'm not, I'm probably in the top 15 people collect, collecting up a month. Um, maybe even top 10 because I don't have as many properties as a lot of people. I still have over a thousand properties, but I selected a lot of good properties and I've been trying to negotiate some other properties to help me fulfill collections to maximize my X per month but as i said i won't pay you know something that i won't return an investment on still trying to work some deals for san francisco financial district and I, I understand the value and the potential but it's the value and potential but we're talking about right now today and what people are willing to pay versus what people are asking for There, there's still a far separation for that and uh Ooh, speaking of Fulton Street in Fresno, did you notice that there's only uh, two thousand six hundred and ninety nine properties left to be minted in Fresno, besides uh, the ten thousand that are locked?
0: That does not surprise me one
1: bit. Um, but but holy crap! Let me ask you this: What do you
0: do? You know what the market for Fulton Street? Properties are right now with the lowest secondary market prices. I yeah, take a guess. Do you think?
1: Oh, I, I was going to cheat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you wanted me to take a guess. I was like, um, let me let me go cheat because I don't I don't even know um, I don't even know what the the mint price was for them.
0: So let's call the mint price anywhere is between four thousand and. 30,000 upex, right? So 4,000, 8,000, 10,000 for your smaller sized and then 20, 25 and 30 for, for your larger. Um, what, what do you think the floor on Fulton secondary market is?
1: The floor on um, Fulton secondary. I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't pushing it for, You're totally looking it up, dude. I can. No, I'm not. I'd say twelve thousand opex. Ninety-two
0: thousand opex is the floor on Fulton Street, and so that's a twenty-three x on the floor. There, the second lowest is one hundred nineteen USD fiat out, right? So, and that's a thirteen point six x. And then it just, it's kind of all over the place. There's a, the next one is 123,000, but that's only like a six X. And it goes up from there all the way up to over a million, which I'm not even sure if those are serious listings, but to get in on Volton street at this point, that's what you would have to pay. And I feel like that's, that's sort of ridiculous, Right like 20 15 x i would certainly never pay that but if you don't have a Fulton street collection and you want one i would you know
1: you, you find somebody because there's 188 properties on there so i mean you can find somebody to to get you your 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 rare three collection there for your 2x boost on i mean it, okay so it it's a 2x boost, and, and these things are minting for, you know, you got some you got some pretty low ones there around 2,000 up X, and you got some 33,000 up X. It's, yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. It's, I mean, yeah, to get three in, you're looking at 320000 up at 315000 up X to get a Fulton street for two X. And those three properties, your three cheapest properties were minted for like 4,000 up X, 9,000 up X and right. 21,000 up X. I right, good for the people that sell it. And I hope you guys get sales. Absolutely. But from a standpoint of, what are you really getting? Do you think the resale value? That's why I never got into the established 2019 collection because I I've just never seen the value. And you know, last year, probably last year around June, you know, they were going for a hundred thousand dollars a pop. And I'm like, these things were minted dirt cheap. These were the first properties minted in Upland. I get it. It's not the first, but it was, you know, all the first properties being done. But I'm like, I don't get it that the OPEX Square's not there. The neighborhood's not there. But other than, you know, you made it a rare collection and you're collecting nowhere near the bonus. It, it just I never got into it. And people are spending half a half a million Upex to complete the collection or and or, or more. Some people did get some good deals on it. But, yeah, I just never got down with that
0: yeah yeah i hear you i own one i think you have the collection or, or no you
1: don't that's what you just said yeah and i i guess i could work it and do some collection swaps but covering my my very pretty block explorer is not my objective here in the game i want everybody to see my block explorer <laughs> yeah And if I just collect more, I mean, you don't get a bonus for having all the collections. I think it's Iconic that you have, right? I I, always get those mixed up. Yeah, I do have Iconic. Yeah, I always
0: get Established 2019 and Iconic mixed up in my head.
1: Because when I I made my big jump into Upland, um, the museums were pretty much gobbled up. um, So that was the next best thing, you know the iconic was the next best thing so i jumped into that and that really started and launched me with my uh monthly Upex. Yeah, man. so i i guess to summarize our thoughts on collections right now um thank me later and i did an episode uh soon after we started the podcast but once again it's what are you looking for? I mean, ultimately, right now, while you still have the 17% uh, return on interest, you know, these higher-end collections will give you more than that 17%, and you will uh, bring in lots and lots of extra upex. Uh, you have people in this game that are getting over a million upex a month in interest based off of their collections. And it's uh, very doable. Um, they have invested a lot of money themselves into it, so it's not just like they. Uh, we're, we're talking multiple thousands of dollars twenty, thirty thousand dollars to get that kind of return, forty, fifty thousand dollars to get that type of return. Um, but it's what do you think? Are you, are you looking for long term growth to flip it? Are you looking for, you know? just have it. And if you're looking to just to have it, start working out deals to flip just to collect those properties. Uh, there's so much to it. And I wish we could give you the straight black and white that this is what you should do, but it's really up to what you're trying to achieve here in upland.
0: Right. And I would agree with that 100% because just the, the only counter argument to don't buy those properties at that cost is they sell it those at that cost? Uh, like I've and I've seen it week over week, especially with like Olive Ave, and Tower Districts and North Growth. It, I mean, it's absurd. There, I, I feel like there's a different kind of player out there that's coming in and just looking at what is the quote unquote scarce properties, and and then buying them, you know. Yeah, if with you the can. intention to flip them later for more and then that they're not going to play upland they're just they're coming in they're finding what's you know supposed to be scarce or, or rare and they're paying whatever the listed price is for it and they'll come back in six months and see where
1: you know what the market for them is yeah. And that's the thing. If that's your whole intention to come in and flip it and make a 20%, 25% profit off of it. Absolutely do that too. So there's a lot of different strategies here. You know, you got the collection for your return on investment. You have your collection just to flip it because it's hot. It's in a hot area um or you just love the area and you want to help develop it. So. And you can always reach us on Discord. You know, myself, um, thank oh, me great. later. Always, the dumber the questions you can get, thank me later, the more he loves it. Um, <laughs> I mean, even if you need to know what you should have for lunch or order out on Uber Eats, please let thank me later. Uh, just hit him up. He'll, he'll he'll give you guidance on that. I think he has coupon codes too, so don't forget to ask for those. Yes, definitely ask for the coupon codes <laughs> from thank me later for uh, Uber Eats and uh, Grubhub. He's got those for you. <laughs> Huh. I, I had uh, to do it <laughs> Yeah, man. that's funny uh any, any other thoughts on uh, on collections i think we uh, summed it up pretty good i we went all over the map with it but it comes down to what you're actually doing and you can reach out to a lot of us in discord not just us on the podcast but a lot of the players out there and they'll give you great advice
0: yeah that new players channel in discord or i mean honestly the general anywhere The City Channels also, Uh, you have a question, pop in there, ask it, and a community hero will come to your rescue and answer it. Oh, nice community hero.
1: I like that. Yeah, man.
0: And on that note, Brett Gerber is a community hero, and his favorite street in New York City, can you take a guess on that one, Too Stupid? He's been pumping it lately. Park Ave. There you go. Yeah. um, That'll be the fourth and final question. What's Brett's favorite city in New York City? The answer, Park
1: Ave. So we have tacos, hot sauce, Costa Rica, and Park Ave are the four answers that you need to fill out on the Google form. And if you're the first 49 to fill all those out now how are you going to hide that so people just don't copy and paste the person above them uh how am i going to hide it where what do you mean well you said on the google form or is it going to be oh it's a submission form i got you yeah, never mind. sorry yeah, it's yeah. a submission form i thought it was just going to be a sheet that you fill it out but never mind you got the submission form so i got you
0: yep Get working on that here right after the show is wrapped up
1: you're a smart smart guy um Yes, and as always, theme songs done by Mars Utah. Data is always provided by dailyuplander.com and uh, additional data by upex.world. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. If you're on April, definitely rate it and leave a review share the podcast with your friends, you know, get these new players, listen to us because you can, uh, it's a great community here. And if you do get a chance, please listen to us live. You can hear us talk about what we're going to discuss in the podcast. And then after the podcast, you have the after show where everybody just interacts with each other. So it's a very nice community building bonding thing. Most of the time, sometimes it gets a little wild. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, uh, the Follow us at Upex Podcast or myself too stupid to win. Your you can find I forget what your Twitter handle is. Sorry, I don't have that wrote down.
0: At Upland Li.
1: Ah, there you go. At Upland Li. There you go. And uh, also, next week's episode, you guys do not want to miss. I do find it funny that we always call yours and B Dax episode the second episode of the podcast even though it comes in the beginning of the week <laughs> I do find that it's on the first day like literally the first day. <laughs> yeah well, it just depends hopefully that's the intention yeah, to get it that out that. Yeah. <laughs> but usually it comes out Tuesday right. Wednesday yeah. but still we call it the first uh, the second episode but it comes out literally at the beginning of the week. Um, but next Thursday's recording, you do not want to miss it. We have a super huge guest, super big announcements, talking about some pretty cool stuff coming up uh, in Upland. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, Try and catch that live. If not, you definitely want to download that podcast. Uh, Pretty big guest there. Uh, Do you have anything else for our listeners tonight, T? I do not. um,
0: Just want to, again, if you are able to, to donate to the GoFundMe that Upland had posted t- to their announcements. It's on the Upland LI Twitter. It's in the Discord. It should be in the app.
1: Uh, please do so. And that's all I got for you. Uh, stand and everybody take care. And if you're in one of the storm effect, Oh, don't forget to go donate to these causes to help these storm affected areas. Definitely do that. Let's show everybody how great the upland community is. And, uh, we'll be coming to you early next week with, uh, T Davis and B dag with hopefully, hopefully everything's good that they get that episode out this week with no challenges. Yeah, and it'll be the
0: Clovis wrap up, I think.
1: Yeah. And then we'll get uh TML back and we'll have, uh, the the great great show coming next thursday with a real big guest with a lot of cool things to talk about uh till then everybody be safe
0: it's the opix podcast baby glad you tuned in got your host thank me later and you're stupid to win might be coming up as soon as you begin start out king of the street then lock in iconic in welcome to offland grab your upics man on your way in the door hit you with four grand get to buying and gripping then to selling and flipping over to moving and-